Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Thursday, January 12th, 2022. Three. 23. <laughs> the weather today will be a high of minus 7 degrees in Edmonton, minus 6 degrees in Saskatoon, and 4 degrees in Toronto. It's almost Wayne's birthday. Oh. Is it? <laughs> is it coming up? Snuck that in. <laughs> Taylor, Thank you, Evie. Taylor in the comments here says uh, she was finally early enough to get Everly's uh, intro. Aww. That's cute. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Uh, we are broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Go download that app, Podbean. Search up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show, follow it, and then you'll get notified when uh, we go live and um, you can join in with every other awesome real estate investor who's joining with us today uh, saying good morning in the chat box there. There's also a call in button. You can click that call in button, um, whether it be calling in or in the chat box, you can ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free. We will answer them every morning. Um, so thank you so much, kiddo. Uh, Sorry, I, I forgot my notepad and I asked uh, I asked my daughter to go get it for me. <laughs> uh, any questions you want, uh, get you get your questions answered. Like start the day off right with, you know, with the right attitude, with the right people, um, with answers to your questions, and then go take action today. Just go take some action, make it meaningful, make it some massive action. Okay, move that needle. What do we got joining us on the show today? Well, let's take a little look-see here. We have Denise. Good morning, Denis and Kyle and Glenn. Good morning, John and Elray, Eric, Josh, Tay-Tay. <laughs> uh, we have Tyson and Paul. Tyson joined uh, the Master's Mentorship Program yesterday. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to Tyson. Woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> We have Matt and did I say Cody already? Kyler, Carlos, Garrett, Mary. Good morning from the Caribbean, says Mary. Caribbean, Caribbean. That's awesome. <laughs> Good morning, Ken and Johnny Five. Romeo's back. He's Rome, he's he, been enjoying himself. Okay. <laughs> he has returned. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Good morning, Sean and Crispy. Good morning, Joshua. Andrew, Andrew's in the house. Andrew is in the house. Andrew's in the house. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Awesome stuff. We got lots to get through today. Um, is Scotty P here? Um, I didn't see him sneak in. If you see him sneak in, you let me know. <gasps> Did he literally just sneak in? Did Scotty P literally just sneak in? Yeah. Because guess, uh, guess, guess, guess what? What? Scotty P joined uh, the Master's Mentorship Program yesterday, too. 
<laughs> Congratulations, Scott. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That was yeah. A whole bunch of people still slipping. Sheila, Courtney, Allen. Good morning. <laughs> very cool. Very it was a good cool. day yesterday. It was a good day yesterday. <laughs> um, a busy day for me. Um, I was just ugh, working all day. Yeah. Um, it was it was a busy one. I, I don't I don't normally work that hard. I mean, I do, but I don't. I, I like to kind of leave my space for creativity. But yesterday was just like nonstop, like phone calls and messages and stuff like that. And obviously, two people joined Masters, so helping them getting on on boarded and. Um, yeah, it was just a, it was a busier day yesterday, um, and I was getting stuff all organized because uh, we got a bunch of different networking events coming up, and I was just you know um, making sure all that's good. We got some pretty cool guest speakers going to be involved in that, so um, yeah, back at it for twenty twenty three. Okay, so on that note, uh, so f- for today, I'll just gonna say say this so you guys have a little bit of a cliffhanger and you guys know what we're doing today. Um, as promised yesterday, um, today we're going to go through how to figure out what to charge for rent, how to figure out what market rent is, uh, and actual market rents, not something you find in some CBC news article on what they say what the average rents are. We're going to show you how to actually figure out what rents are. Um, so we'll get into that, uh, in a bit here. Um, upcoming events, Gabrielle. I got it right here. Do you yeah. smell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunday, January 22nd. Am I allowed to come to your vision boarding? You are not. I am not. You are not a woman. <sighs> I'm so... Excl- oh, no, that's not the right word. Sexist? <laughs> that's not the right word either. <laughs> um... Not pro men. <laughs> go on. I'm ruining your event. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we didn't talk about it on the podcast yesterday. So here you go. Well, I had not announced it yesterday because I have been waiting to find the perfect venue. I had some in my mind that I was trying to manifest into existence and it happened yesterday. Voila. Yes. So I am hosting a women's 2023 vision boarding workshop. And uh, that's on January 22nd from 1 to 4 p.m. in uh, it's rural Sherwood Park. So it's on this beautiful property out in Sherwood Park. Uh, it's called Rising Moon Studio. What? Yes, I know. And, what? and Wayne, I haven't even told you the story of how I stumbled upon this. Like literally I manifested it. It just. Are you sure Google just. No, didn't... because I had not been looking. I had not been Googling. Um, anyways. You Google a lot of moons though no but it it literally like pulled it out of my brain and presented it in front of me it was it was a beautiful thing okay so ruining it again um anyway so i have a very limited space um i've actually opened it up to more spots than um i i might even reduce it to be a little bit more intimate so um 
I've posted it on my socials. It's in the Real Estate Investing Masters free Facebook group as well. So if you would like to attend, uh, please do go get a ticket right away uh, in case I do reduce it. So it's $15 um, plus the Eventbrite fees. That is literally just to cover the rental space. Um, I'm not looking to make any money off of this. I just want to get a group of women together and have a really great afternoon. Um, we're going to be doing a little defining your values exercise and then um, just vision boarding together and, and hanging out and chatting and um, having a great time. So I'm really excited. I have been wanting to do little little events like this, little workshops like this, and I feel like this is just the beginning of something really fantastic uh, brewing within me. So um, I really hope to see some of you guys there. Uh, There was some tickets already sold last night, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, so. Sunday. Sunday. January January 22nd. 22nd. What time? 1 to 4 p.m. 1 to 4 p.m. Yeah. Dudes, no dice. Ladies. Dice. Go sign up. Um. Okay. Awesome. And then a couple of days after that, January twenty. So we went like weeks, almost a month without having any upcoming events. And then suddenly, now today, we have more upcoming events than you can sw- than you can chew. Um, May I interrupt for a moment? Prefer you didn't. Well, but... I have I have some questions that okay. I just want to quickly oh, answer. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so Eric uh, said, "Gabby is the vision boarding workshop only for masters members." Wanted to let the fiance know. No, this is um, open to anyone. It's it's even posted publicly, and this is not even just for real estate investors. Um, this is just women in general. Um, so please do let your fiance know. I would love for her to be there. And uh, Glenn, yes, let your wife know as well. Love to see her and meet her as well. Proceed. Can I unmute myself? <laughs> Sorry. No, that was, that was good questions. Um, I just want to make sure I get through everything so that uh, uh, we're able to do this little exercise today. I, to be honest, I don't know how long this exercise is actually going to be. Probably 20 to 30 minutes. So if you guys can be patient for the last half of the show, uh, we'll, we'll focus on that and also get to your questions. Um, somebody else had another question as well if we have time to get to it. Um, okay, so shortly after that, on Tuesday, January 4th, uh, we're going to be holding a meet and greet networking event. Uh, REI Masters is co-hosting this with DCI Properties. Mm-hmm. That's Tuesday, January 4th uh, at 7 p.m. at MKT in Edmonton. Okay, so there's only 50 spots. Every time we host a networking event, it fills up very fast. So I am letting you guys know for the loyal listeners who come in live every morning and let you guys know first. And what I'm going to do on the commercial break in a couple minutes, I'm going to post it. I should have done it already. I'm going to post it in the REI masters Facebook group. What you'll want to do is go and sign up right away because those 50 spots are probably going to fill up by the end of the show today. I wish we could have a hundred but there's only 50 spots available at that venue. Um, and I'm pretty sure two of those spots are covered by me and Gabby. So it's, it's going to be, I know it sounds like 50 is a, is a lot, but it, it fills up. There's this community in Edmonton is, is pretty freaking amazing um, for real estate investors. So if you guys are listening live, <clears throat> I will let you know before the commercial break that I'll be doing it at the commercial. And, um, and then I'll give you guys an opportunity to pop in there, reserve your spot. It's free. Okay. 
and it's at MKT, Tuesday, January 24th, meet and greet with REI Masters and DCI Properties. Come hang out with Gabby and I and the guys over at DCI. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looking forward to it. Um, Wayne, that week is, I actually just looked in my calendar this morning. So the vision boarding, I have a mastermind on Monday. We have that event on Tuesday. I have a mastermind on Wednesday. We oh, have master's God, mentorship on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gabby. <laughs> it's going to be a wild one. Oh, boy. It's going to be fun, though, also. Those are all incredible things that I get to do each day. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, what else do we got? I don't know. Um, I, I Is guess, that all that's announced for now? Uh, that's all that's announced for now. Okay. Um, see, that's the other thing. Um, I was uh, I was um, booking our speakers for our next. So I got the next networking event lined up as well, mm-hmm. which is three weeks after that. And it's like, do you do you start advertising the next one in Edmonton as well, mm, or do you wait? Just kind of, oh, I'll wait till it's sold out, and then I'll then I'll announce ah, that one. Smart. Um, yeah, we. Uh, we got a lot going coming up here very shortly, and then also um, have no fear, Calgary. Um, we're, we're coming there as well um, in early February as well. But I'm just finalizing all the venues and stuff Where's like that. that. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Calgary, we're coming for you too. Yeah. Well, I want to. I've, I've been. We've been doing our meetups at our fix and flip in Calgary, but now that that fix and flip is done, we're going to need to, it's, it's a little more difficult to get venues and all that, getting all that organized and everything, but we're going to be doing monthly meetups in Calgary as well. So very excited for that, for monthly meetups in Edmonton and Calgary. Um, yeah. And then we'll go from there. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. (laughs) We're coming your way, Saskatoon. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) I'll literally be on the road all month. (laughs) Um, okay. As I'm talking, I'm actually literally pulling up our Facebook page to get this ready to go. Um, so that way everybody is like, can go ahead and, uh, um, okay. So March 18th, uh, Barry McGuire's wholesaling workshop. Yes. Do you want to talk about that real fast? Uh, I don't know the details, Wayne. March 18th, wholesaling workshop, uh, put on by Barry and Donna McGuire. In Calgary. In Calgary. Um, I think it's at the Clique Hotel, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Uh, get registered for that. I it's just a one day course, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Barry McGuire has been a lawyer in uh, Edmonton area for the past forty five plus years, and uh, he's the guy to learn from for creative strategies. He also has, uh, which you guys should all join, a creative real estate um, Facebook group where um, they host. Monday, I think it's Monday, Monday live events, mm-hmm. uh, every Monday on the Facebook page. And it's a community just dedicated to the creative real estate stuff. So if you're wondering who, who is Barry McGuire, go join that free Facebook group, see what they're about. And then um, don't wait to register for the wholesaling course. It's going to be a good one. It's the, f- as far as we know, it's the first live wholesaling uh, course being put on at least uh, over in Western Canada. Um, in forever in forever or ever like we can't think of one at least since we've been in the game are you singing shakira whatever forever wow you're bad <laughs> i don't know what you think i'm saying okay go on i was just trying to lighten it up a little bit um you're anyways. not a big shakira fan are you i can think of a few songs <laughs> go ahead <laughs> i'm just writing a post uh 
that's all. I think that's it for the. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Wayne will be there. I will be there uh, March 18th. Um, I freaking love wholesaling. And um, actually also um, our one of our REI master mentees, uh, Matt Leger, is going to be a guest panelist Going to be well. a guest panelist there at the wholesaling workshop. He's killing it in the wholesaling uh, world. Mm-hmm. And also uh, that group that I just told you about that has the live events, Barry McGuire's creative uh, Facebook group. What's it called? So that people can actually find it. Barry McGuire's creative real estate education. There you go. Go join the Facebook page. Um, and uh, Barry McGuire and uh, Matt are going to be doing uh, this coming Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So don't miss that either. Absolutely. And then uh, April 1st in Toronto, Barry's going to be, uh, and myself are going to be uh, uh, in Toronto for the Agreement for Sale workshop. Yes. Um, April 1st, Toronto. Uh, if you this want is to learn... not a joke. What? A- April 1st. Oh, is it on? Yeah. Is that? Oh, wow, that's confusing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a funny joke? <laughs> Everybody pays and shows up and no one's there. <laughs> Losers would show up and pay. <laughs> and then we don't show up. Best joke ever. <laughs> uh, talk about what an agreement for sale is for me. Oof, Wayne. Seller financing strategy. The seller carries the mortgage. Uh, you get in for little to no money in a lot of these deals. It's a great way to uh, build up your portfolio without having to go to the banks, without having to do joint ventures, without having to use your own money. It's uh, by far my favorite strategy, um, not only to do, but also to teach. It's the best. That is how Gabby and I, um, it catapulted our yeah. real estate portfolio. Um, and we still use it to this day in different various forms. It's not always like, um, the type of strategy that you have to use just for off market distressed properties, you know, where the seller needs to. Also, it is great for selling properties. Um, you're talking about like opportunities in the market right now. And everyone's like, is it a good time to be doing agreement for sales? Yes. For buying properties also for selling properties. Mm -hmm. There's so many like that's it's it's my favorite strategy because you can you can use it however whatever however it works best for you to solve a problem, and not to mention the fact that you can like combine it with other creative strategies like fix and flip, and rent to own. And I'm overcomplicating this way too much, but yeah. you can tell how excited I get about it, <laughs> and that's why I'm telling people they need to go and take that course. Um, it's, it's just so freaking cool. I've had so many situations, scenarios where I've had so many different scenarios where I something didn't go as planned, right, with, with a real estate deal. And that happens all the time. And they always say have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, right? Have backup plans. When you understand these strategies, it makes it so easy to just be like, oh, it's okay. I'll just implement this over here and I'll bring in this and I'll, I'll just, you know, restructure it this way. Um, and agreements for sale are, are probably my favorite uh, and one of the most valuable when it comes to having a backup plan. So that's why I talk about it so much. That's why I love it so much. Um, a fun fact, real fast. <clears throat> the reason why I don't teach it and the reason why I don't talk about it very much in the podcast is two reasons. Uh, one, it's complicated. It's a very advanced strategy. 
Uh, two is that I have so much respect for Barry and Donna McGuire for what they, you know, did for Gabby and, 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 and myself and the, just the, the impact that their workshops had on, on us and how important it was for where we were. And when we learned those, you know, those strategies and, and, and how it helped us, you know, bust through some really, you know, complicated roadblocks. Um, I would, I would never, ever step on their toes. That strategy, I mean, they, their, their workshops are just phenomenal. And out of respect, I just, I, that's why I just don't, I don't teach it. Now I love helping them. Anytime they ask me to come and help hundred percent, I'm right there. I love doing it. But, um, there is, if, if you're looking at other courses for rent to own or for wholesaling or for fix and flips or for agreement for sale, um, theirs are by far the best. And I, and I, I don't endorse anyone else's. So anyways, April 1st, you should go. Even if you're not in Toronto or Southern Ontario, I would highly recommend flying out and, and having a great weekend and come and hang out with us. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Okay. Now, as promised, I'm going to take a quick little commercial break. And this is your reminder that go to the Real Estate Investing Masters free Facebook group. I'm going to be posting the link for the meetup in Edmonton, um, the meet and greet networking event with REI Masters and DCI Properties. And you watch how quickly this fills up before the end of the show. <laughs> okay. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from DCI. No sloppy seconds. So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers, or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, it is officially posted. So you can go there, you can click on the link there in uh, the free real estate investing masters Facebook group. I even pinned it to the top so you can find it easy. And um, we're looking forward to seeing everybody there and having having a good time and networking. Maybe a little drinky poo. What do you say? <laughs> it's 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 a Tuesday night. I can't. You got anything to say, Gab, while I drink my coffee? Just a freaking dead silence here. You're a co-host. <laughs> She's sitting there smiling at me. I was going to make fun of you, and I held back. Oh, okay. So anytime you guys hear dead silence, that's just because Gabby's contemplating whether to make fun of me yeah. or not. I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, do we stay on topic? I, I see a couple of questions coming in here and like, I don't mind answering them if, if they're quick questions. Um, what do we got going on here, Gab? I see one from Kyle. Um, Gary says, what did I miss guys? <laughs> Not you can't whole... just do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You want me to just repeat the last 23 minutes? Come on. Let's do it. 
Okay, let's do it. Um, Gary, go to the Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group. Um, we just uh, released the next networking event in Edmonton on January 24th. Uh, it is going to sell out by the end of the show. I know that like before we even announced, I think half the tickets were gone. So yeah, there's only 50 spots. Come out to this awesome meet and greet networking event with REI Masters and DCI Properties. Go register right now. What else? Uh, okay. Tyson says, I'm so pumped to run through these courses. Like so pumped because Tyson joined uh, the master's mentorship program. Um, he gets access to all of Barry McGuire's home study kits. So now he finally, you know, he gets to go through all of them. Um, yeah. Okay. You keeping an eye on these, uh, yeah. these comments? Um, Kyle's asking about AFS calls. He's yeah. also working through the AF, uh, Barry's AFS course home yeah. study kit right now. Um, and, uh, he says, so I feel like I might not fully understand the process yet. Okay. Should I wait until I understand the process more or give my balls a tug and dive in? <laughs> Finish the course. Finish the course. Uh, oh, there's a couple houses that he wants to call, but not entirely sure what to say. You know what? Um, I mean, you can go ahead and call them. Right. There's, there's no harm in that. If if you think that it'd be great for an agreement for sale, you can go there and just go talk to them. And I mean, like, how long how long are the videos? Like, it's it's what, eight hours, 16 hours, something like that, where the videos you could probably finish it today and then go book a viewing for tomorrow. Or just go. Um, I think that once you're done the course, you have a better understanding of how to explain things to them, um, to the seller, because the of most of the difficult parts of, you know, locking up an agreement for sale deal is the explanation is it's, it's building trust with the seller. And if the seller is going to have 127 questions for you and you don't know how to answer them, um, it's, I mean, it'll probably be a waste of time, but at the same time, uh, it's, it's part of the process. I think that when you're, when you're, when you're first trying to lock up your first deal uh, for agreement for sale, you need to you need to go out and you need to just try. And you gotta you know you're gonna catch a whole lot of L's and and a whole lot of no's. And uh, it's just part of the process so that you can refine it to figure out what does work. So go and 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 ask them or finish the course. I don't really think it makes much of a big deal because um, I don't because I don't think the first ten people you go and talk to, let's just be honest, you're probably not gonna close the deal. It's, yeah. it's hard. It, it's awkward. It's hard. Yeah. Um, Kyle says that he's gone through all the videos already. So. <clears throat> oh, nice. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. Just give it a shot. Yeah. Not give your balls a tug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You were giving me shit for, uh, for getting a little loosey-goosey with uh, giving the old balls a tug. Not very ladylike, Gabby. <laughs> Being loosey goosey. <laughs> um, I, so I'll answer this other question that Sean had earlier. And he was asking, would you guys ever consider spending an episode doing a case study on a rental property purchase or a fix and flip? I was just thinking about it yesterday while working. I have thought about it. Uh, I have considered it. It's just hard to do on audio. Um, yeah, you need like a whiteboard. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a visual guy. Um, I love calculators. I love whiteboards. Um, so 
I mean, you, you, you guys have heard me do like math on the show at 630 in the morning and you know mortgage calculators and stuff. It's just, I'm just ripping off numbers. And while you're driving, like I, I can't imagine you're actually consuming or retaining any of it. Um, so it's better for our Facebook group. Um, you know, it's Thursday today, right? Yes. Yeah. So you guys are wondering what's happening to Thursday live training. Uh, we're see normally on Thursdays, we would do like a live training and that's where it would be best for something like that. But I'm trying to restructure Thursday live training. Uh, it's a huge time commitment for us. Let's just be completely honest. I'll, I'll be an open book here. Um, huge time commitment for Gabby and I. For, we do a live podcast every morning. We have a life. Um, we have, you know, mentees and the mentorship program is just growing and growing. And we want to make sure that that's a good, you know, quality, you know, mentorship. Uh, we have our own business and businesses. So we're very busy during the day. We're trying to be decent parents. Uh, I'm trying to be a loving husband. Um, and then like Thursday nights is our coaching sessions with with, ma- with masters. So we go right from six o'clock Thursday live training to seven o'clock, like a two hour, you know, coaching session with the masters mentees. It, it's a lot. So long story short, um, we're trying to restructure it um, to make sure that it makes more sense for us. But that I think that, case studies are better suited for, you know, a video session. Um, but to do something like that is a lot of preparation and planning. So every week, anyways, we'll figure it out. And then we'd love to do something like that. Um, so no, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're uh, working on it. Thank you for the suggestion though. It's, 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 it's sorry. I'm just, <laughs> being a dick it's um it's a great suggestion I'm, I'm i'm just trying to figure out how to make it work so that it's sustainable and 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 it lasts um there's nothing i hate more than people like coming up with some new gimmick of like it's our new wednesday training session or it's you know um here's our thursday funnies you know or like all those little gimmicks and shit and then they do it for three weeks and then they never do it again so i i hate doing that i hate committing to something like thir- thursday live training and then we don't do it so if i'm gonna so I stopped and, and if we, when we restructure it, I want to make sure it lasts yeah. and, and it doesn't just become another gimmick. Um, we're actually looking at having some of our, um, our mentees play a larger role in it. Um, as our mentees are becoming, you know, bigger experts and masters in their craft and their strategies. Um, we're looking to lean on some of them to, to play a larger role in it. So mm-hmm. it takes time. Okay, so you guys want to uh, do some research on mar- market rents? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Okay, just quick, quick quickly. Uh, Johnny Five says, my eight-year-old is smirking at me for the give your balls a tug. <laughs> nice work, Gab. <laughs> okay, so... Um, did a little exercise yesterday, or we went through a report, sorry, yesterday about, uh, market rents, average market rents in Canada and how they've gone up year over year. Um, now a lot of those reports, like we read it, you know, you read along with us, uh, those reports are pulled from rentals.ca, but the, the, the data is pulled from their, their personal listings on their website. So rental listings on their website, they pulled that yearly data and determined what the, you know, year over year change was and the average rents were for certain types of condos. 
So, you know, the, the data wasn't exactly relevant to us as real estate investors. It's a fun little thing to, to look at and to share on your social media profiles and whatnot. And also for, you know, CBC and CTV to share and, and, and put big headlines on. But for us as real estate investors, we need to make sure that, um, you know, we have accurate information. So here's what we do. Um, now, Gab, do you want to walk through how you go about doing this or do you just want me to just to do it? I mean, if you're going to be like doing it in real time, going over your uh, computer there, you can go ahead. Okay. Um, basically, the the basis of anytime I have a renewal coming up or if we had a new property we're adding to our portfolio, um, the way that I research what the market rents are is I go onto some specific websites um, and social media platforms, which Wayne will go over, and I look for properties in my direct area that have the same features, the same type of renovation, the same. So some of the big ones are like, how many bedrooms are there? How many bathrooms are there? Uh, what type of suite is it? Is it a main floor suite? Is it a townhouse? Is it a basement suite? Is there a garage? Is there not a garage? Are utilities included? Are they not mm -hmm. included? So you really need to get specific for what type of property you're comparing yourself to. Because if you're a three-bedroom main floor suite, you can't be comparing yourself to a three-bedroom single-family home right. or a three-bedroom townhouse even. They're all very different price points because they have different perks of living in them. So you need to, that's that's the main thing that I just want to drill down here is that it needs, you're comparing apples to apples, not yes. an apple to a pear. Um, <laughs> so without further ado, take it away, Wayne. <laughs> oh gosh. I love presentations, Gabby. Um, now one of the things that's not as relevant, uh, for, for this, for this example or this exercise, um, see normally when, when, when we're talking about comparables, you know, we're talking about trying to determine what the, the market value of a property is, um, you know, the, the, the current, um, estimated, uh, price or value. Um, and one of the most important uh, values for that is square footage or lot size. But when you're trying to determine market rents, lot size and square footage are not as important. Okay. Now, there will be a significant difference between a 2200 or 2400 um, square foot uh, two-story house and an 1100 square foot bungalow. Okay. Um, just there's a lot more space and, and it will affect rents. You will find some newer neighborhoods, you know, with the double attached garage will have a, a lot more square footage than a house with a double detached garage, right? Um, those houses, they just, you know, some neighborhoods, they're just, they're bigger and you will find that market rents for those types of two stories will be more than the other types of two stories just down the street. Um, so that is something to, to take into consideration, but you know, the difference between, you know, if you're looking at single family houses in a new neighborhood, um, and one's 1300 square feet and one's 1400 square feet, and they both have double detached garages with three bedrooms, their rents are going to be pretty much the same. Okay. Um, now desirability will be slightly different because it's slightly bigger, right? It'll be more desirable but it doesn't necessarily increase the rents very much. So let's, let's, let's use, uh, let's use an example. Um, 
very similar to that. So let's say, for example, you've got a three-bedroom house or a minimum three-bedroom house in Mill Woods. So we're going to do Edmonton today just because it's easy for me. Um, I know the market very well, but you can do this with with any market, with any city where you own a property or you are thinking about buying a property and you want to figure out what the market rents are. What I recommend doing is I recommend going to Facebook. Okay. Did you have something to add? Oh, I was just going to say that. Um, so for those of you who aren't from Edmonton, Millwoods is a quite large uh, area um, so in Southeast Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne, are you going to be searching all of Millwoods? Or are you narrowing it down to a neighborhood? All of Millwoods. Okay. I think it's pretty relevant. Um, I'm going to keep it simple for this for this one here. Yeah, it's, but it's, just but I ju- I guess I just want to say that like uh, if you're doing this like for realsies, um, I really like to check in specific neighborhoods, and I will look at the surrounding few neighborhoods. Okay. Um, so start really, with start yeah. with your neighborhood or your area, and, then and if there's not many listings, then expand a little bit. Yeah. Um, clearly, I don't do this. Um, we didn't uh consult with each other before diving into this topic about how we would uh go through this i promise i'll do a good job okay i'll correct you when needed (laughs) thanks uh so what you're gonna do is go to facebook facebook's probably the easiest it has the best um platform right now for rentals and that's what most people are using um there are some other websites which we'll go through as well like padmapper um that's my fave I always hit Facebook Marketplace first, um, but then I definitely dive into PadMapper. Yeah. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to Facebook Marketplace and then uh, on the left side, if you're on your PC, uh, click on property rentals. Okay. And that's going to pull up a map. And uh, with that map, you know, you just kind of zoom in on the area that you are looking for. So um for me, I zoomed in on pretty much 91st Street to 34th Street, um, below the white mud and above the Anthony Henday. For those of you guys that are in Edmonton, it's a very nice, easy square. Um, I don't want to go right of 34th Street because in that particular area, that's a newer area. Um, the area that we're looking at or the property that we have is a 1970s bungalow with three bedrooms up and a finished basement. So the 1970s bungalows are typically west of 34th Street and east of 91st Street. So I don't want anything uh, east of 34 because those are all built in the 90s and and the 2000s. Okay, um, I mean you can use them for reference, but it's it's again we're going apples to pears right now, and and let we want to we want to keep it as relevant as possible for the reference material. So on the left there, you're going to have filters. So uh, what I did is I hit three plus bedrooms. Okay. Um, I clicked on house. Now, if you want, you can put square meters as well um, for if, for the size. But personally. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do it either. And that's all you need. And it's, what it's going to do is it's going to, um, it's going to adjust your filters to show you all this, uh, the houses that have three plus bedrooms. Now, keep in mind that a lot of these search results um, are going to be main floor suites and basement suites. Yeah, the problem with uh, some of these um, platforms like uh, Facebook Marketplace, Kijiji, uh, wherever you're posting, is they all kind of have different uh, ways of um, 
sectioning out the different types of properties. So some of them might say like your options to when you're posting your ad, your options are like, what type of property is this? And it's like house, apartment. Um, it says apartment condo, apartment slash condo, house, room only, and townhouse. Yeah. So that doesn't give you options for like, this is a main floor. This is a basement suite. So sometimes, you know, like I, sometimes I have difficulties, you know, decide, depending which platform I'm on, deciding how I'm going to classify it. But in this instance, well, on Facebook Marketplace, if I had a main floor suite, I would pick house. I wouldn't put condo. Because, right? yeah, I mean, if someone wants a yard. Yeah. And this is what, what the problem is, is that we get, uh, one of two things happening. Uh, one is that, you know, people will, um, they'll see it, they'll think it's a full house, mm -hmm. they show up to it and they're like, oh, wait a second, I don't get the basement. Oh, there's someone living downstairs. Oh, I didn't want that. And they're like, it said, I, I, I clicked on house, but they didn't read the comments, right? They didn't yeah. read the description. And then it's a huge waste of your time for having to drive all the way down there and they leave. The other thing is that you get people bitching and complaining saying like why did you put it as a house when clearly this is uh you know yeah. a, a main floor suite or what ends up happening is you put apartment condo because you try and call it like a floor suite, apartment yeah. suite yeah. and they're like no no i didn't want i thought this is an apartment building i'm not yeah. looking for anything like that i don't want to take care of the yard maintenance yeah can't win <laughs> you can't win so um what we just say that because look at all of these listings it's important i'd love to just be able to just look at the map and be like okay it looks like pretty much 1750 seems to be the the average here but you have to click, have to on, click them on them and individually. read them yeah um so i'm going to start clicking on a couple here and i'm just looking at the the pictures on the right side and i want to find something that's like similar to what we were talking about it, what is a sorry what that's a like a 1200 square foot bungalow with a detached garage and it was built in the 1970s so I can see one here already, right? As I look here, I see one for 17, uh, five bedroom for rent in the woods. I can see the kitchen's a little bit older. So I, I know that this is what I'm looking at or what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, and I did touch on that, but I just want to reiterate it that um, uh, something in original condition, like an original house that's just kind of been like well-maintained versus a newly renovated house that has, you know, new kitchen, new bathrooms, new flooring, new paint, um, you're going to get a premium for your new renovation. It might not be dramatically different in price, but again, make sure apples to apples, not apples to pears. Yeah. You can definitely justify, you know, putting a little bit more or at least testing the market. Yeah. But this five bedroom house, three up, two down, huge backyard, eh, semi-original. Looks like it was, you know, it's been updated by by uh someone you know in the 90s or 2000s i mean you still got like gold uh hardware it's back in back in business <laughs> um this is 1799 so 1800 bucks and it has a double attached garage okay so that's took that into account now i see one for 1300 um and this is very similar to what we're we're talking about here it's a very nice unit clean and well maintained um, three large bedrooms, private in-suite laundry, uh, approved pets are allowed, utilities extra. See, this doesn't tell me that it's a main floor suite. It also doesn't tell me that it's a single, like a single family house where you get the whole house. All it says, it, oh, there it is, main floor. Bam. So um, here's an example of a main floor unit, 1300 bucks. So that doesn't apply to us. So I'm not going to use that. Uh, and this is why you got to click on it. Looking at another one here, 1650. And 
it says uh, it is a full house. Um, two bedrooms and one bathroom on the top uh, in the basement with one bedroom. And in the basement, there's one bedroom and one bathroom. It says there is separate entrance for the basement. So sounds like they're cool with you renting it to someone else. I don't know why they would put that. Um, it's a bit of a smaller house, though. This is one of those like um, four level splits that's like 900 square feet. So it might not be the, the best, best to compare to. Um, this is the exact, almost the exact same replica as the first house that we bought, Gabby. Oh. Uh, kind of, sort of. You know, in the Millwoods, yeah. the zero. In Millwoods, there's also a lot of zero lot line um, lots uh, or houses, um, whatever, lots. And uh, they're, they're, they're much smaller houses, much smaller lots. Um, and you can probably rent those out for, they rent for a little bit cheaper. You can get away with renting it for the same price as the other ones, but comparing it to like those 1200 square foot bungalows with the big yeah. yards. Um, and you know what I mean? It just, it's, it's not exactly apples to apples, but you can use that, but that's 1650. Um, so that one's a little bit lower. Um, I find another, uh, here's another bungalow here, $1,800, um, And this here has utilities included, uh, but there's a basement tenant. Okay. Nope. Not using that. Anytime there's base uh, utilities included and you're looking at a single unit, uh, do a little digging because it's likely suited. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and find one more here that's, that's, that's relevant. I got a buy level. Um, Utilities included, Ugh, no shared areas. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of houses that have been split. Um, those darn investors freaking ruined it back in the between 2015 and 2020. Um, we were snagging up properties like crazy in Millwoods and adding basement suites. Uh, here's another one. This one is utilities not included, seventeen hundred bucks. So this one has a single attached garage. It's um, kind of sort of updated. It's a bungalow and it does not have a garage. So, I mean, like now you can kind of see like up, this is, I'm just clicking through houses trying to find something that's similar um, and and seeing what they're renting it for and just taking all that, you know, information and data in mind and, and into account, sorry, and trying to determine, okay, which, where does, where does my property fit into this? Or where does my the property that I'm looking at potentially buying fit into this? Don't just go by the performa that your realtor is giving you and saying that it oh it used to rent for twenty seven hundred bucks a month. I freaking love those. It used to rent for this, yeah. or I had it rent for this, but what does it rent for right now? Yeah. Is, is and so do your own research. Um, this one's pretty straightforward: single family home, newly renovated, three bedroom, two washroom, double garage, fully furnished with patio furniture fully furnished with patio furniture. I don't think that they furnished it with patio furniture. <laughs> In including patio furniture. <laughs> that one's 2000. Um, <laughs> Sleep on this beautiful pool lounger. <laughs> and you master a, bedroom. There's a hammock in the living room. <laughs> 
I see one for 20. I'm going to do one more. 2200. I'm just trying to find something. Oh, this is um this is right like a few doors down from one of our rental properties here in Millwoods. Uh 3443. Uh executive five bedrooms includes basement single house for rent. Um and rent is 2200 a month. Wow, that's uh, a little aggressive. But those extra two bedrooms, right? If you're a family that doesn't fit into three bedrooms, which um, you know we're we're finding, you know, as we really dove into the full world, um, people want a minimum of four bedrooms. So you know, as renters, um, I feel like there's a lack of inventory above three bedrooms. 100%. Three is very very standard. That's kind of like your most. I know actually somebody who's looking for a four bedroom rental right now and they're having a very hard time. Mm. It's very rare to find something with more than three. So I think personally, if you have four or five bedrooms, you can get a premium. And I think you get, you kind of sort of get to set the price because similar to what we were talking about yesterday or, or the day before when we were talking about, you know, we looked in the area uh, when we were setting rent and there was nothing there. And if some, for our example was on the West end and there was like five listings available and like three of them were townhouses and two of them were single family houses. And that's how Gabby was able to get 1500 bucks for a two bedroom townhouse in the West end, which it seems like way, 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 way above market rent, but there was nothing else available. And if someone's looking at that particular time and they need a place and there's nothing else available, or they need the extra two bedrooms for a five bedroom house, you can set whatever price you want. And I mean, I know it sounds, I know we're capitalist pigs, um, but honestly, if someone needs it, if there's a demand and you set the price accordingly, as long as, long as you're being nice and fair mm -hmm. and don't gouge. Um, but yeah, you can set it at whatever you want. So 2,200 bucks for a five bedroom house. Um, that includes a garage um, and is not furnished with patio furniture. <laughs> um, there you go. Okay. So th that's, that's, you know, how we go about finding out what rent is for a three bedroom in, um, in Mill Woods. Now we can do the exact same exercise. Um, we can do townhouses now too. Cause I, I know that a bunch of you guys have bought, uh, when can you also, can you go onto, um, like Padmapper or one of those and do yeah. the, the same? Because I think, and looking for the same single family house because I think it's relevant for people to know uh, are the same okay. ones only popping up? Is there more? Is there less? Um, what are the findings when you go onto the two different platforms? Let's do it. Let's do it. Because I never just check one platform because it's, if you go and talk to 10 different investors and you ask them where do they post their ads, you're going to get probably five different answers. Okay. Um, because people just like using different platforms, right? So um, PadMapper is one that probably most of you haven't heard of. And it's not a platform that I go and post rentals on. I don't, I don't list my rentals on PadMapper.com. But what PadMapper does is it pulls from a whole bunch of different rental sites. So when you post something on, uh, I don't know, like, let's just call it like RentVaster. Zumper or Zumper, um, what happens is they're actually pumping it out to like 
I don't know what you'd call it, sister sites. Um, so like affiliated sites, mm -hmm. I don't know what you would call it, but it doesn't just go on Zumper. It goes out to a whole bunch of different like, um, I, I'm sorry, I'm not finding the right words uh, for what I'm trying to say, but I think you guys get the point. So Padmapper is one of those ones that pulls off of a whole bunch of different sites. It pulls rentals that are listed on a whole bunch of different oh, sites okay. and it centralizes them there. So you can go on to Padmapper. Uh, yes, Gary, Padmapper, um, P-A-D-M-A-P-P-E-R. And... Um, and search your area and you, and it's going to kind of pool all those rentals for you in that one spot. So it's a site that I like to personally use. Um, you go on there, it asks you what area you're looking for. It looks like it's probably a state's heavy uh, website because it's like California, Texas, like all these different ones. But mm -hmm. Edmonton is there as well. And um, once you click in there, you can do the same thing with your filters. Are you there, Wayne? Yep. Uh, so Pamper sucks. <laughs> oh, it always has tons of, you're not coming up with anything. I got like, I had like 50 listings on Facebook and I've got uh, nine right now. Do they have an option in their filters for suites? Like for, you know what? Maybe, maybe they filter out main floor and basement suites better. Who knows? Um, literally the first one I clicked on is a townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Second one is a townhouse. What the heck? Another townhouse. I, I have it clicked on. I have it clicked on house. Hang yeah, on. that's weird because I, I mean, I I guess it's maybe been six months or so, but I've always it's one of my top sites to go to. It always Apparently, has tons of. It sucks now. Another townhouse. Another townhouse. Another apartment. And oh, a duplex. <laughs> so I can't use Padmapper, but. It, it's very similar when you go to padmapper.com. Uh, you have a map. You zoom into your area. Um, you go to your uh, filters. You choose um, what it is that you're uh, that you're looking for, and there you go. Uh, but I, I, it doesn't really work. So I think it's fair to say that there's a lack of single family house inventory in Mill Woods. That's fair. And that you could probably kind of pick your price. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We okay. had an 1800 and a 2200, right? Mm, 2200 was five bedrooms. Yeah. And 18 was three bedrooms. Yeah. I see another house for rent for 2200, another one for 2000. Um, yeah, there's, I honestly, when I went through it originally, I was looking at the South side in like the newer area near like Chappelle and Summerside mm -hmm. and um, the orchards. And I noticed that rents have gone up there. I did that exercise before um, or I went through that uh, that neighborhood before we started here this morning. Um, rents have definitely gone up in those new neighborhoods. Like um, they were always 17, 1800 and now they're like 1900 to 2100. Yeah. Depending on the size and whether it has like an attached garage. Um, but uh, good information. I mean, we we own a couple in that area, and I'm thinking, dang, our rents are low, but they'll be coming up here very shortly in mm -hmm. in uh, March to May. So something to consider when we're when we're when we're reassessing. So uh, I'm going to stay in that same area just because it's easy, and we're running low on time today. But I wanted to run a search for townhouses because I know lots of people are buying up townhouses here in uh, in Edmonton, and to see what the rents are for a three bedroom. Um, townhouse. So we're talking about like a you know your standard cookie cutter, 
you know, 1970s, two-story, three-bedroom townhouse, okay? Um, no garage. Uh, most of them have basements, finished or not finished, whatever. Uh, and we're looking in Millwoods. And what I'm seeing right now is a frozen screen. Hmm. Goodness gracious. Okay, first one. Ooh, this one looks familiar. I know someone who just bought in this uh, in this complex. Or someone who is buying in this complex. And uh, it's newly renovated. It's got new siding. Uh, inside is garbage. Uh, new, inside has got like painted cabinets. Um, oh, there's a thumb. There's a thumb in the picture. Um, uh, oh, there's his elbow. <laughs> this guy is taking horrible pictures. Look at this. Look at this guy. He's got a he's got a bag. He's got a, a grocery bag on the counter that looks like it's full of garbage and dryer lint. Um, the fridge is in the middle of the kitchen because uh, he's moving it. Uh, what else we got here? Oh my god, this is absolutely <laughs> terrible. This, this is not the point. Of, the reason why I'm doing it, but this is uh, a shitty laminate um needs paint um no railing on the carpet has is all beat up but anyways uh this is a three bedroom one bath townhouse uh $1400 uh what else we got here townhouses 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 we got 1350 three bedroom one bath in the same area um Okay, townhouses are so much easier to go through. Uh, we got fourteen hundred for a three-bedroom, two-bath. This one is kind of sort of renovated. We've got thirteen fifty for a renovated. Um, looks very high end. We've got thirteen fifty, fourteen hundred, thirteen seventy-five, fourteen fifty, um, and I. Re is this one as well. This is in the same complex as uh, another master who just bought here as well. So they'll be happy to see that 1450 um, right there. Another 1447. I got an 1850 here. I want to check out this one. So this one is a, uh, is a house. Okay. never mind. <laughs> Is this fun listening to me click and talk about prices? 1350, 1400, 1450, 1330, 1399. Okay, so now you got a really good idea, you know, of where the rents are for townhouses in in Millwoods right now. And what I would do is take all the listings and if you got the time or the, you know, the the paper for it, maybe even print them all off or, or put them all in a spreadsheet or something like that and pull all your best comparables out. And I think there's probably about 10 there and look at all the pictures and see where you stand because this is your competition right now. You're about to list this, right? You're about to list this. Um, and someone else is going to be clicking through Facebook, trying to figure out where they want to rent. And there's 10 options. And first and foremost, they're going to go by two things when they're looking at it. They're going to look at the first picture and they're going to look at the, the price. That's what I just did, right? I looked at the price and I looked at the first picture. Um, and so your first picture better, it, it shouldn't be the first, like the front. It should be 
like your living, your newly renovated living room or the the renovated basement. Don't put your basement as the first picture, but something that's going to catch their attention, right? Um, and the price needs to be competitive. Now, if you have a really high end luxury townhouse, because um, it was just it was a burr and you just renovated it or you bought it turnkey, um, I would make sure that that was visible. Because as people are scrolling through very quickly, like I just did, um, they're mostly only looking at the price. Yeah. I think that it, this also just highlighted the fact that um, the prices on these are pretty consistent. It was between $1,350 and $1,450. And that you really need to pay attention to how many bathrooms there are. True. And the other thing it highlighted for me is that um, you didn't mention in any of those whether the basement was finished or not. And I bet in some they might have been and in some they probably weren't. And the prices didn't vary much. So if you're picking up a townhouse and mm -hmm. renovating it as a burr, um, be careful on how much money you're spending because the rents don't change much. Yeah, they really don't. And uh, it's a desirability thing. Desirability, but also um, you only talked about really the condition of one of them, but I didn't hear you say, oh, this one's nicely renovated. So that was the only those... one. The other ones were all original. Okay, so those... Again, the prices didn't change much. So be careful how much money you're putting into those birds. It's changing the desirability, but it's not changing your rent much. Well, when you're doing a burr, what you're trying to, the, the level of renovations that you're doing, what you're trying to do is, is, is no more than what's needed <laughs> to compare to a certain sold comparable, right? Yeah. Because when you're doing the burr strategy, um, at the very end of your innovation, you need to get an appraisal. And, uh, an appraiser is going to come in and they're going to check out your property and then they're going to compare it to other properties that have sold in the last six months to determine what the value of it is. So when you're doing your renovations, you should be pulling the comparables of the last six months and you should be almost renovating it to the same standards as the one that you want to be best compared to. So if one sold two months ago, a townhouse, and it had all new vinyl plank flooring. It had uh, laminate countertops, new IKEA kitchen cabinets. Um, it had, um, you know, tile around the tub and a nice Luna vanity and a finished basement. Then you should do exactly what that one, not the exact same paint colors, but you should use the exact same finishings that that house did. So if they had laminate, you don't need to go granite. Or a mm -hmm. quartz, sorry, just go laminate. And what they're going to do is they're going to look at that, then they're going to go and compare. They're going to do their own comparisons, and that's how they're going to determine what the value is. They're going to look at the other house and say, "This one looks exactly the same as what you just did, so therefore your house is worth the same." As long as it fits all the other, you know, criteria as well: square footage, bedrooms, bathrooms, etc. Um, so I don't think you should do anything more. Should you add a feature wall? Absolutely not. That's an extra three grand that you don't need to spend. It's not going to increase the value of the property. I mean, if it's a little more luxurious than that other house, then they will give you extra points or extra dollars for the fact that yours is a little more luxurious. But otherwise, they're going to try and compare you. It, that's to 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 the most. They're going to try and compare you to the most uh, comparable property, right? For burrs. Now, the more that you do, we're just talking about burrs right now, and we're talking about making sure that you, 
you know, you don't overspend. The reason why we're saying this is because um, spending anything more on like fancier light fixtures or gold light fixtures or, you know, feature walls and and whatever else you want to add, a Murphy bed, I don't know, um, is is not worth it um, for the, for the for getting the value that you want for the market value, right, for your appraisal. It may help you with your desirability with renting, but to be honest, Gabby, I mean, we're looking at all the townhouses here in, in Mill Woods and we're not really seeing anything that's standing out, Yeah. right? There's one property that was renovated and it looks like it was renovated in 2007. Yeah. So you do not need to go high end. Um, frankly, you don't want to go high end with rentals. Yeah. Especially with the tenant profile for these types of rentals, for this example right now, um, they're going to be, a, they're not going to be a little bit harder on your, on your units but they will definitely not treat it like it's you know is their forever home right yeah and that's just because of the affordability range so me personally i i wouldn't spend too much money on it i will only spend the amount of money that is required in order to get the appraisal that i need to get all of my money out and then yeah but we're we're talking about two topics right now right yeah yeah okay so uh, that's that's how you figure out what rents are. That's how you figure. Now, if if yours is significantly nicer than everybody else's, then obviously you're going to have a, a much easier time filling that vacancy than everybody else. If I'm looking at ten rentals here as a renter and I see them all thirteen ninety five, and all of them kind of look the same, original nineteen seventies, and then um, yours is popping out because it's got you know newer cabinets and and nice countertops and it's freshly painted, it smells nice. Then I'm going to choose that one, right? That's the desirability thing. So um, that's that's how you set rents. Very simple stuff. You can do that in any market, any neighborhood. It's the exact same thing. That's how every you know successful investor and landlord does it. Um, use websites like Facebook, uh, PadMapper, Zumper, uh, Kijiji. If you have the time, it's 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 hard to sift through. Kijiji is a little bit harder to sift through because it's not doesn't have a map. But I think that you know even just using Facebook is more than enough. Yeah. Um, I tried doing it for uh, Chilliwack for Josh there. There was, because uh, Josh was curious about setting rents. There wasn't many listings. So um, you might have to get a little more creative. Uh, reach out to your local network of investors and landlords in the area who have rental properties there and ask them what they're charging. And also um, just... Well, also be conscious of what area, area you're in and what... Uh, what sites are being used because like I know in BC, like I think it's Craigslist is way more popular than Kijiji. Yeah. So know, know what's being used in the area that you're investing in. For sure. Um, and if you don't have many listings throughout the year, I mean, for Josh, I'm just speaking to Josh right now, if there's only four properties that are, that are on the market right now, I would highly recommend that even in off season, when you don't have a vacancy, it'd be good to check once a month or twice a month. Just go on to Facebook and see what things are renting for. Even if you're in the middle of a one-year lease, um, it'd be good to like see what vacancies do come up and what people are charging um, and just make note of it so that in you know seven, eight, nine months when your lease does come up for renewal and you're, and you're thinking about you know, what to charge for rent, um, you, you've got some data throughout the year. So don't be discouraged by the fact that there's only four listings right now. How do I figure out what to rent it for? There's a solution right there. Fun exercise. Whoop, whoop. Um, I have not kept up on the comments at all. We're way over. Was there anything that anyone had questions about? 
Um, a, qu a quick one that I had answered in here. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Alan's quick question was just, is it catchier to have a 99 in the price example, 1499 versus 1500? Um, and my very quick answer was that I think uh, it's more important to look at the like 1500 versus 1525 because somebody's top top price that they're going to throw into the search is 1500. So you're going to catch the 1500s and the 1499s. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you're considering doing like um, a low like 1525, I would bring that back down to the 1499 or the 1500. Um, but that being said, I do still think that psychologically people see the 1499 as, you know, it, that's just like um, price setting 101 is that the, the 1499 makes people think it feels it feels like less than 1500 does. Yeah. So, yes, I would post 1499 opposed to 1500, but just also pay attention. We to, do 95, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 99 just seems cheap to me. Rollbacks. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that's the way that I look at it, though. I just I don't know. It seems like a very dated strategy to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, 95 or even 75, like 75 even feels much better to people. Don't use my opinion, uh, you know, like do your research, do your research. And, and the way that I perceive things is going to be completely different than the way you perceive things. I'm, I'm just going to keep running the show. Um one last thing, like Gabby and I, we, I, 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 we critique each other's Facebook posts and Instagram posts all the time. I, I, me more than her. Um, but when Gabby does a post, I'll be like, I don't know, just Gab, like, I, I'll be honest with her. Like I'm, I, I'm always on my phone all day. I'm always getting notifications. I'm always, um, you know, I, I, I live on my phone cause I work off it. And when I get, uh, you know, when I'm scrolling, um, I pay attention to what's, what catches my eye and what doesn't catch my eye. And I will scroll and I sometimes scroll past Gabby's posts. And that's no offense to Gabby, but I, I let Gabby know that. I let Gabby know that, hey, Wayne, which is just one person and, and you know, one person that follows her, Wayne just scrolled past you because your headline wasn't catchy enough. Your picture didn't attract my, uh, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't stop me. And I pay attention to things that do stop me things that do catch my attention that will make me stop, look at it, reassess, determine whether I want to click on it. And, you know, some of Gabby's posts, I, I'll just be critical and be like, I, I think that maybe if you restructured it this way or used a more, you know, a different color or something like that, maybe it would have caught my eye better. Um, but, you know, that's just me. And, and Gabby says, well, I'm not trying to get your attention. I'm trying to get a female's attention. So shut up. <laughs> and I'd be like, Hey, that's totally fine. And I'm not, this isn't me being judgmental or critical. It's just like, here is constructive feedback from a male. If you're trying to get a male's attention. Right. And I want you guys to think about that because when you're, when you're doing things like this, you're like, you know, rental listings or, or whatever, whatever, like if you're trying to get someone's attention, you, you know, whether it be a billboard that someone's driving by or a post on Instagram or something along those lines, um, you got to be very conscious of what it is that you're posting. And even though the content might be amazing, you know what I mean? There might be three paragraphs where the absolute gold that you could sell for a thousand bucks. But if no one stops and reads it, it doesn't mean anything. So this is just basic marketing that, you know, make sure the price makes sense for what the person that you are selling to wants to see. And the person, the picture makes sense for what the person that you are selling to wants to see. 
So if you are posting for a single male, like if it's best, if it's a basement suite and it's best for like a single male, um, lose the daisies more often than not. Right. And, and focus on the things that the, the single male, your, your ideal tenants would want to see in the headline. Right. Cause you want to get their attention. So, uh, 99s, 95s, 75s, whatever you want to end it with, whatever picture you want to put in there, just make sure that it is appealing to the tenant profile that you are trying to attract. Make sense? Okay. Have a little toot toot and uh, we'll see everybody on uh, Friday. All right. Give her a little bye bye toot toot. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> bye now. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 